Shalom to all. Today we're going to be learning the very first daf in Maseches Nazir. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Merim Sarah Basar Yaakov Meisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas Rabbi Yosef Yantef, Rabbi Asher Anchol, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. And now for a small introduction to the Masechta. The Tyrant Parshas Nasai Perik Vav discusses Nazirus. The basic idea is as follows. When a man or a woman makes a nether of Nazirus, they're now a Nazir. And what is a Nazir? So Nazir is a person who's not allowed to drink wine or consume any great products. A Nazir also is not allowed to become Tamei Mace. And a Nazir is also not allowed to cut their hair. And at the end of the Nazirus period, the Nazir shaves their hair and brings through Karbonos and Eil Chathas and Shlamim to the base HaMikdash. Now if a Nazir becomes Tamei Mace during his Nazirus, so he first has to go through the Tahara process for one that becomes Tamei Mace, then he shaves his head after after which he brings three karbanos, chatos, oil, and asham, which is important to note, are different than the three karbanos he brings at the end of his regular nazirus period. And then he has to restart his nazirus. So let's say a person had a 30-day nazirus, and on day 29, he became Tame Mace. So he has to restart everything from the beginning, and he has to keep a brand new set of 30 days of nazirus. Now, as we're going to learn, there's various types of nazirus. Stam nazirus is 30 days. So if a person says, I'm going to be a nazir, that's for 30 days. Now, obviously, if one specifies an amount of time, so he has to abide by that. Such as if he says, I'm going to be a Nazir for a year. So he's a Nazir for a year. Now there's also two types of Nazir that are similar yet different. There's Nazir Eilam and Nazir Shimshain. Both of these are Nazir for life, just with slightly different halachas. For example, a Nazir Eilam is allowed to get a haircut if his hair is too bothersome, brings karbanas, and then continues his Naziras, whereas a Nazir Shimshon is not allowed to. But a Nazir Shimshon, on the other hand, is allowed to become Tamimais, whereas a Nazir Eilam is not allowed to. Now it's important to point out, as we did in Masechus Nadarim, that the Pirush labeled Rashi on the daf is not actually Rashi, and it's usually attributed to be the Pirush of his Talmud and son-in-law, the Rivan. And because of this, it's usually referred to as Mefarish as opposed to Rashi. And the main Pirush we're going to be using is is the rush, which is printed on the page, as well as Taisvis. So now getting into the first Mishnah. The Masechta begins by discussing what type of nether is valid for Naziris, and in the first Mishnah we encounter a term quite common in Masechus Nadarim, Kinoi or Kinuyim. Let's remember that a Kinoi, which usually means a nickname, in regards to Nedarim, means an equivalent term. In other words, although it's not the standard term used for the Nedar, it's still equivalent to using the standard phraseology. An example of Kinoi with regular Nedarim is using the word Kainam instead of Karban. So the Mishnah begins by saying, Kol Kinoi Naziris Kinaziris. Any Kinoi of a Lashon of Naziris is just like a regular Lashon of Naziris. Now the Mishnah, as the Gemara is going to explain, moves on to discuss another familiar term, which is Yadais. Yadais literally means handles, just like the yad of a kli, the handle of a kli, let's say a pan or a mug, is used to hold the entire thing, so too a yad of a nether. This is a partial expression of the nether, which affects the entire thing as if he fully expressed the nether. So the Mishnah tells us, if a person says, hey, I will be, is a nazir, so he's a nazir. Oi, if he says, Ahei noe, I'll be beautiful, or I'll be handsome, Nazir, he's also Nazir. Now, as the Gemara explains, we go back to talking about Kinuyim. Let's say the person says, Nazik, Noziach, Paziach, meaning he said, Hareini Nazik, or Hareini Noziach, or Hareini Paziach, so Hareza Nazir, he's a Nazir. Let's say he says, Hareini Kazeh, I will be like this, or he says, Hareini Mesalsel, or he says, Hareini Mechalkel, or he says, Harei Alayla Shalayach Pera, Hareza Nazir, in all these situations, he is a Nazir. And the Gemara is going to explain all these terminologies and why he's a Nazir. Let's say the fellow says, I take upon myself the Chiv to bring birds as a carbon. So if Meir Aymer of Meir says, Nazir, he's a Nazir. He's not a Nazir. Now the Gemara begins discussing why Masechah's Nazir is where it's placed. Mechti, let's see. Tanam Seder Nashim Kai. Our Tana is in Seder Nashim. We know that there's six Siddharma of Mishnayas. Zraim, Mai, Nashim, Nizikim, Kajim, and Taharis. And we're in the middle of Nashim. My time, Atani Nazir. Why is the Tana teaching us about Nazir over here? Nazir would be 
be best taught in Kadshim, much of the Masechta is talking about Karbanais, so we should really teach it in Kadshim. What's it doing in Nashim? Nashim should be reserved for women-related halachas, such as we've had Masechas Yavamas, Ksubas, at the end we have Gitan and Kedushin. What do we have Nazir here for? The Gemara says, Tana Krakai, our Tana is going on the Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us, It will be, if she doesn't find favor in his eyes, because he found a matter of immorality in her. This refers to a man who suspects his wife of being an adulteress. And this is what the Pasuk is saying, what caused her to do this Avera? Meaning, what caused her to commit adultery? Yayin. It was wine. The Ka'amar and the Tan is teaching us, Anyone that sees a Saita, a suspected adulteress, in her state of degradation, there's a whole very degrading process that she has to go through for us to determine whether or not she really committed adultery. So when a person sees that and he realizes that the whole thing started because of wine, so he's going to make himself a Nazir from wine. And that's why Masechah's Nazir is in Seder Nashim right next to Masechah's Saita. Now, this only explains why Nazir is in Seder Nashim, but it doesn't explain why Nazir is before Saita. It should really be after Saita based on what we just explained. So the reason it's before Saita is as follows. Since in Masechah's Ksubis, we had a parak called Hamadir, and this spoke about a person being Madir, his wife, and it speaks about Nidarim. So therefore, Masechah's Nidarim is after Ksubis, and once we're already speaking about Nidarim, so Masechah's Nazir, which is a specific type of Nadir, comes after Masechah's Nidarim. But now back to the Gemara explaining our Mishnah. The Gemara asks, Pasach v'chinuyin u'mefarash yadais? Why does the Mishnah begin talking about kinuyim? As the Mishnah says, kol kinuyin naziris kinaziris. But then it explains yadais of naziris. As we had said, ha'aymer ahay, or if a person says ahay na'e, that he's considered a nazir. Why are we explaining yadais when we mention kinuyim? So Marava, Rava explains, v'yitame kedi, and some say it's kedi. What is kedi? So either kedi means a person who's unnamed, or kedi, some explain, is the name of the Amira, which explains this. His name was Kedi. What's the explanation? There's something missing in our Mishnah, and this is really what should be taught. All Kinuim of Naziris are just like a regular expression of Naziris, and a Yad of Naziris is just like a regular Naziris, and Ve'eluhein Yadais, these are Yadais, Ha'aymer, Ahay, Hareza Nazir. Ask the Gemara of Eliphaz Kinuim Bereisha. The Tana should explain Kinuim first. That's because he mentioned Kinuim first. He mentioned Kinuim, he mentioned Yadais, so he should explain Kinuim first and then Yadais. So the Gemara explains no. Tana, Mahuda Salik, Ha'um. The Tana, from what he finished talking about, that's what he starts explaining first. He mentions Kinuyim, mentions Yadais, and then explains Yadais first, because he had just finished mentioning Yadais. And where do we see that the Tana does something like this? Kedan, we have a Mishnah. Shabbos, the Mishnah tells us, What is one allowed to light candles with before Shabbos? What is one not allowed to light with? And he explains what one is not allowed to light with first. Something similar, What is one allowed to do with, what is one not allowed to do Hatmana with? Umefarish ain't time in Beresha. And we explain what one is not allowed to do Hatmana with first. And another example, Bama Isha Yaitza, Vama Eina Yaitza. What is a woman allowed to go out with on Shabbos? What is a woman not allowed to go out with on Shabbos? Umefarish Loisaitza Isha Beresha. And Tana explains what a woman is not allowed to go out with first. So we see that what's being spoken about second is being explained first. So to over here, ask the Gemara Vatanan, but we have another mission that says, Bama Behema Yaitza, Vama Eina Yaitza. What is an animal allowed to go out with on Shabbos, what is an animal not allowed to go out with on Shabbos? And we first explain what a camel is allowed to go out with. Another example, we have a Mishnah, there are some people that inherit and they bequeath, meaning they can give over as an inheritance. There are those that inherit but do not bequeath. They can bequeath but not inherit. They can't do either. And We explain the first part of this first. So Mark explains, you're right. There is no set way it has to be taught in the Mishnah. Sometimes the Tana is going to explain the first thing, sometimes the 
kind of explain the second thing first. So now we're going to explain in these first three examples that we brought that the second thing was explained first, why that was done. Elohasam over there, the Isur, the Nafshehu, this is an Isser which applies to the person themselves. What is one not allowed to light with? What is one not allowed to do Hatmana with? What is a woman not allowed to go out with? So Mafar Shisur, the Nafsheh Beresha, the Isser that applies to the person themselves, that's explained first. Whereas Guy Behema, in regards to the animal, the Isura Aide Behema Huda Asi, the Isser is coming about through the animal. The Isser is on the owner to put something on his animal to have the animal go out. So the Isser comes through the animal, Mefar Shater Beresha. So the Mishnah explains what's Mutter first. And based on based on top, Gabe Yesh Neichel and Nami, in regards to who's able to inherit and bequeath, Mefarish Iker Nachla Beresha, the Tan explains the main halacha regarding Nachalis, regarding inheritance, first before discussing all the other deviations. For example, people that could be Neichel but not Manchel, or people that could be Manchel and not Neichel, or people that can't do either. So we just explained all these examples that we brought, which were an attempt to either prove our Mishnah correct or disprove our Mishnah. But now we have to explain our Mishnah. Why is it that our Tana mentions Kinuyim, but then explains Yadais? So the Gemara asks, So over here we should mention Kinuyim first. So the Gemara answers, This is the reason, that's because Yadais, since the whole concept of Yadais comes from Midrasha, it's more chaviv, it's more precious, it's more beloved to the Tana, because it comes from Midrasha, therefore we explain Yadais first. The Gemara asks, fine, so the Tana should have started with Yadais. The Tana should have said, call Yadais Naziris Kinaziris, and then explained Yadais first. Why mention Kinuim first, then Yadais, and then start explaining Yadais? So the Gemara answers, Tana, Kimaschil, Maschil, Ikar Karbon. When the Tana begins, he starts with the main Karbon. What does it mean, the main Karbon? The main Lashon that will bring us to a Karbon, which means the main Lashon of Naziris, eventually Nazir is going to bring a Karbon. Well, in Pirushay, but in regards to explaining himself, Mafar Shadis he explains Yadis first because Yadis comes from Madrasha, so it's Chaviv. Moving on to explain the next part of the Mishnah, we had said, Ha'aymer, hey, Hare is a Nazir. If a person says, I will be, so he's a Nazir. The Gemara asks, Dilma, hey, Betainus, Ka'amar. Maybe the person's saying, I hate meaning, I'm going to fast. Who says he's saying anything about Naziras? So, Shmuel, Shmuel answers, We're talking about a situation where there was a Nazir passing in front of him. He said, Hey, I will be, clearly referencing, I will be like that guy, that Nazir who's passing in front of me. The Gemara suggests if that's really so, let's say Shmuel holds, that a Yad of a Neder, or over here, a Yad of Naziras, which is not Muchach, meaning it's ambiguous, it's unclear, it's not considered a valid Yad. Because if a Yad She'en Mechiach was considered a valid Yad, there wouldn't have to be a Nazir passing in front of him. He could simply just say, eh, hey, and he would be considered a Nazir. From the fact that Shmuel says there has to be a Nazir passing in front of him, it must be that a Yad She'en Mechiach is not a Yad. So Mar says, no, Amri, they say, when there's a Nazir passing in front of him, we can't have any suffix that maybe he's talking about something else. But for sure, if there's no Nazir passing in front of him, Amrinin will say, maybe he's saying that he'll be in a state of fasting. In other words, really Shmuel holds Yudayim She'en Mechichas is a Yad. However, we have to understand what Yudayim She'en Mechichas means. If it's a Yad, but it's not Muchach, precisely what he's talking about, then it's called a Yad She'en Mechichach. For example, let's say he gives money to a woman and says, but he doesn't say Li. So that's a Yad. We know that he's trying to affect a Kiddushin. It's just not Muchach, because he didn't specify Li. But over here, if there's no Nazir walking in front of him, and all he says is, hey, so that's not even a Yad. We don't even have a partial understanding of what he's talking about. So Shmuel could hold that Yadaim Shein Mechicha is having Yadaim, it's just that it has to be a Yad, and over here, it wouldn't be a Yad if there's no one walking in front of him. But the Gemara continues asking, who cares if there's a Nazir walking in front of him? 
Maybe he's saying this because he's trying to potter that person from his carbonos. Meaning, when there's a Nazir walking in front of him and he says, Hey, he's trying to say, I'm going to bring the carbonos of that Nazir. Sigmar says, No, the Ka'amar Belibai. He says, This was in my heart. Meaning, after the Nazir passed in front of him and he said, Hey, he explained that I was thinking that I wanted to be a Nazir. The Gemara asks, If that's so, Mila Memra, what's the Chiddush? What's there to say? It's obvious. If there's a Nazir passing in front of him, he says, Hey, and then he explains himself later by saying, I wanted to make myself a Nazir. So, of course, he's a Nazir. So, my answer is no. You might have thought, that we need his mouth and his heart to be equal, meaning that which he expressed with his mouth and that which he was thinking in his mind, they have to be the same exact thing. And it wasn't clear when he said the word ahay that that's what he was thinking because he didn't say anything else. So you might think that he's not a Nazir. The Kiddush is that him simply saying ahay with the Nazir passing in front of him and him explaining later that he intended to be a Nazir, that's sufficient for him to be considered a Nazir. And the Gemara continues to explain. The Mishnah we had said, hey Noah, Nazir. If the person says, I'm going to be Noah, I'm going to be beautiful, I'm going to be handsome, so he's a Nazir. The Gemara asks, Vidilma and all the fun of mitzvahs. Maybe the person is not saying anything to do with Naziras, he's just simply saying that I'm going to be beautiful in front of Hashem with mitzvahs, meaning I'm going to beautify the mitzvahs. Kitatani, we have a brisa. The Pasuk tells us, This is my Hashem, this is my God, and I'm going to beautify him. And what does that mean? And all the fun of mitzvahs, I'm going to beautify myself in front of Hashem with mitzvahs. As the fun of Sukkah Noah, I'm going to make a beautiful Sukkah, Lulav Noah, beautiful Lulav, Tzitzis Noah, beautiful Tzitzis, Sefer Torah Noah, I'm going to write a beautiful Sefer Torah, and I'm going to wrap it in beautiful silks and beautiful coverings. So when this person said, hey Noah, maybe he's just saying that I'm going to do mitzvahs beautifully in front of Hashem. So Amr Shmuel, he answers no, he was holding onto his hair, the Amar, and he said, and Noah, I shall be beautiful, I shall be handsome. And the fact that he's holding onto his hair is showing us that he's specifically referring to beautifying himself with his hair, meaning he's taking upon himself Naziros. Now the Gemara asks, how could that be? Nazir, being a Nazir is something which is an Avera, and we're calling it beautiful, we're calling it handsome. And we're going to see a few times throughout the Gemara that the reason why a person might be considered having done Navera by making himself a Nazir is because he's refraining from enjoying things in this world. He's not allowing himself to drink wine, and that in some way is considered Navera. So how could we call it Noah? How can we call it beautiful? So Gemara answers in, it could be considered beautiful. Even a Kontra Kapar that says that a Nazir is considered a Chaytei, is considered a sinner, that's only in regards to a Nazir who became Tameh. Since he has to be mistar, which means he has to contradict or he forfeits all the days of Naziris that he kept to before becoming Tameh, as we explained in the introduction, because the Torah says, the first days or the original days, they shall fall or he should forfeit them because his Naziris has become Tameh. So Hasam Hu, it's in that situation that Rabbi Kapper calls him a Chayte. And why is he a Chayte? Maybe he's going to be over on his Naziris. Since he kept a whole bunch of days of Naziris, and now we're down the drain and he has to restart the whole thing, so we're afraid he's going to end up being over his Naziros that he's keeping to now. He might say, this is too long, it's too much, and he might just end up taking a drink of wine. So it's only in that situation that he's considered a Chaytei. But a Nazar who's Tahar, who never became Tamei, he's not called a Chaytei, even by Rabbi Kapar. Therefore, a Nazar Tahar could be described as Noah, as beautiful, as handsome. Therefore, when a person holds on to his hair and says, hey Noah, we say that he's taking upon himself a Naziros. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.